Hookers. Hookers. Brought to you by Couch on Fire. <laughs> Working every corner that it can on fire. Sorry. No, you're good, man. All right, so so what's uh what's first up today, Rob? Um, oh, dude, we're rolling. That's awesome. I didn't yeah. even know. Yeah, I that led is, with hookers. I love that you always hit. Cold oh, open I, you? Yeah, I just, it's it's great. Like, you're just, you know, I have no idea where you're recording, and I'm just like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, dude, there's, there's so much to talk about, but the one thing that um I've been doing over the weekend was uh, I was watching. I, I go down. Remember we talked about going down the rabbit hole and certain things. Yes. I was watching Netflix, and every time I w- starts watching Netflix, I love documentaries. So I'll watch documentaries all day. I started going down the rabbit hole about UFOs and conspiracies theories and all this other crazy shit. And I was like, man, I would love to talk about this. And I know a lot of people probably would not like to hear about this. So fuck them. And <laughs> I want to talk about this because this is pretty, pretty damn crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so, so what, what is, you got? What you got? What I, is, what, I mean, what is your take on UFOs? Uh, Let's go straight okay. for the What is your take? Straight up meat and potatoes here. Uh, let me readjust my camera a little bit here because I was fucking around while you were describing that you've been down another Netflix rabbit hole. Oh my god, I could I could just have a podcast talking all day long about all these fucking documentaries that I watch. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, okay, so UFOs. Uh, UFOs exist in that we don't know what the objects are. Do I think they're extraterrestrial in origin? Which is the natural baseline question. I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. See, I just, I, I don't want to. It's I not be, likely. See, my thing is, I don't want to be so naive that to think that we are the uh, all alone in this universe. Yeah, There's that a, that would be silly. There's no way. There has to be something now. Now, aliens. I, I mean, I feel like maybe there's another planet with people just like us, but maybe farther in the future or or more in the past. It's just like you know what we created this. Let's create another one, but we'll do it like you know, light years away. Bam, bam, like All so right. far. Away. So infinite cosmos theory says yes. Uh, there are going to be infinite versions of you doing infinite different things throughout each of them and infinite infinite more that are uh where you could exist but do not for whatever reason like the the butterfly effect and all that shit and we'll just never interact with any of those in in any meaningful fashion so uh as far as just extraterrestrial life existing that's pretty much guaranteed. It's statistically impossible for it not to exist elsewhere. Yeah. My big question is, what do uh, the big three religions do in response? Like, what's the, what's the official word of God on the existence of extraterrestrials? How are they going to react to, Hi! Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, we brought some cookies. Uh, we're, fr- we're from a couple light years that way. Um, 
We don't know if you guys can eat these or not, but we, we figured we'd give it a shot. Enjoy. Well, <laughs> Sorry, I have, some, I have something in my throat, but <clears throat> talking about that, like, you know, I've known, I know people have seen um, movies and people have read things and everyone's at least seen one kind of documentary or video about the theory of who came before us do you do you really like you know who lined up the pyramids who did this who did that who gave the tools to that doesn't require know. aliens and see my whole thing is well it makes me wonder though it, it does it really does like you know everyone's believing in like see this is going to slowly turn into a religious debate and i don't want it to be so i'm going to keep it oh, bollocks that and <laughs> keep it as best as possible. But speaking about like, you know, what would religion do if it, you know, if aliens just came down to earth right now, how would they explain that to all their followers? Um, I'll tell you this, my, my parents, um, well, my father's side of the family um, grew up a certain religion. And in that, I'm not going to name names, but in that religion, it said that the end of the world was supposed to happen three years ago. So when it didn't happen in 2015, I'm, yeah, I was I'm specifically not 2012, but 2015. No, 2015. Um, well, it, it, supposedly there's like there's events that are supposed to happen, and if this happens, the end of the world would happen. And those events 100% happen. They even, you know, when I talk to them, they're like, "This is happening." Seventh Day Adventist. Um, yes, and nothing happened. So, like, how did how do you explain that? Did I just get so, that first try? Maybe. Seventh Day Adventist. No, it's not. Uh, Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. LDS, no. <laughs> my, uh, my son, my, uh, <clears throat> all right, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you, okay? I don't know a lot about it. I'm kind of ignorant. No I, worries. I, there ain't so, no beef. But Jehovah Witnesses. I, I my, thought that was Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. No, totally different. Really? Yeah, Jehovah Witnesses believe, like, Jesus, like the... Um, the LDS community believes that, you know, Oh, Jesus... okay. No, excuse me. That That's the other group of quasi-cultists. They're the Mormons. Yes, the okay. Mormons. Yes, yeah. They're the ones that they believe that Christ died on the cross. The Jehovah's Witnesses do not. So, you know, I don't, you know, like what? I said. Yeah. What? what? <laughs> uh, how are you going to disagree with, like, one of the core canon <laughs> canonical principles of Christianity? That... What? That's, I, I'm not touching that's, it. Not touching right, it. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to get too involved with this because I, when I was young, I used hand, to go to. Hand. Oh, sorry. When I was young, I used to go to like Sunday school for Jehovah Witnesses because my father raised me for a little bit because my mom wasn't around. And then I moved in with my grandparents who are Catholic. So I got to, I got to experience kind of both worlds. So you correctly all... had that Jehovah's Witness thing beaten out of you by the Catholic nuns. Um, pretty much. And touched by the fathers. For real? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, that shit was prolific, man. It happened to everybody. I know it did. Yeah, I'm so tease, glad I wasn't a Catholic. I used to tease my grandfather all the time, but um, because <laughs> he's like you know 100% Italian, grew up Roman Catholic, and I was like, oh, did they beat you? Did he? Did he touch you? Did he? Did he touch you? <laughs> did Father Pedro touch you? <laughs> but anyway, going back to what we were talking about. Um, they believed in the something and it didn't happen. So Surprise. I kind of, I kind of agree with you. Like, what would they do? I have no idea, but I also think that like they were here at one point in time. 
and I feel like there's, so all there's the proof. ancient civilization stuff. So if you're getting into ancient astronaut yeah. theory, uh, a la Eric von Daniken uh, and Chariot of the Gods, uh, you've got some Graham Hancock in there as well. Um, so so Graham Hancock has actually rescinded his uh, position that aliens are a relevant possibility uh, and ha is relying on uh, instead just an advanced super civilization that was wiped out uh and statistically speaking that's a lot more probable it, there's a lot less uh ifs that that relies on mm -hmm. uh so it's a it's a more logically sound argument inherently and it's it's actually pretty plausible like you're clearly familiar with some at least some of these arguments uh being kind of a proponent of ancient astronaut theory you think we've been visited in the past and that's where we got all these symbols and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I. Yeah. I, I, I that think doesn't that... require aliens, though. That could just be us. That and we be. forgot. Well, do you ever think that we are the aliens? Like, somehow, a long, long time ago, we came here. Now, you're touching another uh, cosmological origins of life theory uh, that I am a proponent of. Uh, I do yeah. not think er uh, life started on Earth at all. Uh, all five building blocks of RNA and DNA um, are seen in all five stages uh, of the complexity leading up until right, right prior to becoming RNA and or DNA uh, natively on meteorites. And DNA, we know for a fact, can survive reentry. Tardigrades, the whole beings water bears can survive re-entry life hitched a ride here it did not start here would you do you think it's like like uh the new uh venom movie like a symbiont or symbiont come come crashing down and it's like a little oozing comes out then he then he slowly turns into a human uh not quite that sci-fi well you know i would like to think it's like that because um my my fantastic brain would like to love to believe it, it was like... <laughs> um, uh, but statistically speaking like so we've had issues with uh, a, a, what is effectively the lightning strike in the primordial ooze we can't generate the energy required to actually make DNA or RNA intra-atmospherically okay. that energy is abundant outside of the atmosphere a single cosmic ray could just boop, there it is it's a matter of time before it happens. So DNA and RNA are out there floating around in space naturally because they can. Uh, I haven't heard this. And this this is like very intriguing because it's, I mean, it's, it's very believable. That's why it's like sparking like things up in my brain right now. <laughs> yeah. So, so ch check out panspermia theory. Uh, uh -huh. I probably said that wrong. Um, but it's it's a good origins of life hypothesis uh, that I'm pretty fond of because it accounts for all the variables that can't currently be accounted for. And a lot of new data that's really fascinating. Like, how the fuck did tardigrades get on the outside of the International Space Station? Mm -hmm. What? Dude, um, if you can find it, put a link on um, on our Facebook page so everyone can see it, including myself. Cause I yeah, really rock and roll. I'll put it up in the Reddit and shit, too. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> well, like, and, you know, 
thinking about you know what we just said about that and then what we also said about religion i was just thinking like i think ufos and aliens kind of go hand in hand with the whole religion thing all the spirit natural things the spirit natural sorry this like the the weird things that happen like the romans loved like greek mythology like they had gods and they saw lightning and they saw lights in the sky that created things and stuff like that like do you think that is just coincidence or do you think that's like you know at one point in time long long time ago we used to get visited more than we do now or they're just more if we did get visited by aliens um they're just more like uh let's say covert ops now like you don't see them as much not likely uh my my position and and i can be proven wrong i I can be logicked out of this any of a thousand things here uh but i'm gonna i'm gonna rely on occam's razor so we have uh half a million years of humans existing as humans uh modern modern day man existing as we do in this present form right now that's five hundred thousand years that's a long fucking time in the past 200 years we have gone from the printing press to uh interworldly travel like we've we've stepped foot on the moon that that's another world whether or not it's a planet it's it's another world we've stepped foot on another world so we've gone from the printing press being the the cutting edge of technology to space travel in 200 years give or take a couple there's no way in fucking hell statistically speaking because we're the same species that that hasn't occurred in the past there's no fucking way and here's the thing 12,000 years ago because the first the first question to that is where's the evidence where is the evidence of that super advanced civilization that was beating us out in so many different ways 12,000 years ago, there appears to have been a uh, pan-global geologic series of events uh, akin to the flood. The biblical flood, in fact. Uh, So, uh, given that that scenario did play out, and that was the trigger to wipe out that civilization, what evidence would there be of such an event? Uh, outside of the obvious uh, evidence of the event itself, but it would wipe out any evidence of the preceding civilization. Okay. And so, Graham Hancock is uh, Graham Hancock is uh, one of the big proponents of that uh, theory getting floated about currently. That is, I'm just. <laughs> I'm just kind of taking it's 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 wild to me how all this is uh sorry it's wild to me like these theories and then all these um how what would you call it like hypotheses yes hypotheses all these things about this and it just my my opinion on this and um I think this will be the last opinion I have on this UFO thing right now is that if you know why like people see things people record things you see it all the time on the internet you hear about it all the time on the internet 
um, go, listening from what you're telling me about the past, about, you know, civilizations like going underwater, Atlantis, and things like this, and all this other stuff, like disappearing. Atlantis but, is a presupposition unto and of, in and of yeah. itself. Uh, yeah. I made no, no, no claims about Atlantis. I know you didn't. I, I'm sorry. Am <laughs> I magic? See, when you were talking, I was listening to you, but then I started to think, like, man, this world is just. There's, I don't know. I started going on we a journey with you. So little about this planet. It is <laughs> unfucking real. I started getting on this um, journey, but no. So when I was watching the documentary, they were talking about UFOs. That's why I wanted to get your take on UFOs. And then you know, but one thing that you actually touched on when we were just talking was uh, us traveling to the moon. Now, the show is about conspiracies, and part of it was about UFOs. Here we go. But, but you, I think you know where I'm heading. Okay. We did, in fact, step foot on another world. I, I agree. There was a lot of evidence that was, in fact, doctored, and I, NASA hasn't come clean about all of it. I believe, I believe that 100%. There was a lot I, that was doctored. I just want to know why we don't go back. That, why, purely why and simply, stopped? was an economic issue. Is that what they're telling us, or is that like what? Well, that's an observable fact of reality. Like that, the money for those programs just dried up. Like at the time, the idea was okay. Well, we we conquered that. What, what the fuck are we gonna do now? Like we don't have the technology to set up a colony out there. So what the fuck are we doing? Why why are we wasting money, taxpayer money that we need to to prevent a Russian invasion? On 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 going to the moon. We're not, we're not going to build bunkers in the moon. Yeah. So what the fuck are we doing? So we stopped paying for it and we stopped going. But what about now? What about today? What Money. about? But yet we're traveling. Well, not traveling, but we're sending stuff to Mars. We're yeah. getting video on Mars. Don't yeah. you want to know more about the moon? Uh, uh, I'm not going to say no to that. I want to know more about everything. No, I, I agree with that. Where, where I'm at, however, is uh, China has been pretty clear that they're going to spearhead the colony operations there because they want the mineral resources present on the moon. Okay. Uh, deuterium, uh, basically, you got a bunch of isotopes of hydrogen and helium up there that are hugely valuable. Uh, down here because hydrogen and helium both kind of escape out of the atmosphere. Gravity doesn't hold them well enough, so they're mega rare. And uh, producing them is possible, but it's a pain in the ass. We could just go up up to the moon and mine this shit. Like, it's it's super abundant up there in the lunar ice caps. So that that's their plan, and they're going to do so. Uh good for them on that like that that's awesome i really support that effort uh let them do that though while uh the west focuses on mars uh the the colonies on mars will be a lot easier but getting to and from will be a lot more hard uh so it's a uh, damned if you do damned if you don't between the two options and uh i'm still not certain if china or the West has the right idea uh, between either of them. But, 
let's go to Mars, man. Let's let's step foot on Martian soil, for real. So, you're a hundred percent you're a hundred percent convinced that we should go to Mars, step on step on there, build a colony. We must colonize. Our species depends on it. I don't. Period. Dot. We must. We must. We must. Okay. So, so, so gamma ray bursts, uh, ro- roaming black holes are a thing. Um, yeah. Uh, roaming starless brown dwarfs, um, cosmic ray death. Uh, there, there are millions upon billions of possible ways for the Earth to go and be gone in less than a split second and we don't we are not consciously aware of what happened we're just no longer extant it is imperative for us as a species to fucking uh diversify our planetary portfolio as it were so if earth goes down and shits the bed there's still people that exist that makes sense well my well, how all right? If I left today and I traveled to Mars, how long would it take me to get there? What, ten years? No, 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 no. It's a four-month journey. A four-month journey. However, that's uh, that's, that's when we're closest. However, uh, we are working on better propulsion technology actively. Uh, JPL is doing some exciting work uh, down in Houston and Florida. Um, with Skunk Works and Eagle Works, respectively, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we, we've got uh, propulsion tech on the rise. We've, we've got some coming up on the horizon. And uh, that that trip, uh, four months at the closest possible launch point, and that's if launch conditions are perfect on Earth, yeah. if they're perfect en route, and if they're perfect on Mars. That's impossible, <laughs> statistically speaking. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So, uh, give or take to six months, and that's a really huge detriment and toll on the human body. Uh, Scott Kelly um, is kind of evidence to that. Like, he had severe uh, skeletal dege- degeneration. Not to the point where it, like, crippled him or anything. Like, he's back up in flight health now. Now, now um for I don't know who Scott Kelly is. I'm sorry. Is he was Scott? he was the so, astronaut that spent a year on the International Space Station. Okay, okay. So, but he was he was awake that whole year. He was just he wasn't like yeah, in sleep or anything we, like that. We don't have a good cryotech yet. Okay. Uh, no, I mean, do you think that if we developed a cryotech and travel to Mars, that would be more beneficial for us because then we can just sleep for six months? Uh, consciously speaking, that would be better for our psyches. Uh, health-wise, there's little to no difference. Okay, because, yeah, our body would still need nutrients. It's still... Well, even given that we could, like, figure out how to handle the the nutrients, uh, and and a good good cryo uh, is the metabolism is off and Mm -hmm. in stasis. Not not dead, but just in stasis. And it's possible to do that with human cells. Uh, it's just a very particular uh, temperature range and everything else. Uh, it's really hard to pull off. Uh, we're doing some tests in Pittsburgh right now, actually. Uh, uh, effectively putting crash uh, victims, I'll say. Crash pseudo-survivors, almost. 
probable okay. survivors uh, under uh, basically they pump out all their blood with a dialysis machine and replace it with 50 degree uh, Fahrenheit uh, saline right, salt water basically uh, and bring your town these people are still alive <laughs> uh, I haven't seen the data come out of it yet okay <laughs> uh, but the preliminary tests uh, actually looked really good you can you can genuinely find a stasis point at 50 degree Fahrenheit uh with the blood to saline switch so like you just you're off but you're not dead damn okay. so so that's an exciting test they're doing with uh crash survivors right now in pittsburgh uh they might have wrapped up those trials actually uh i haven't heard anything right now they're at the stage where they're trying to see if they can't prolong the range uh like oh god i've got a steering column in my chest Uh, you switch out all the blood for saline, uh, the body shuts off, and it expands your window of operation time from, like, eight minutes to make them survive to, like, eight hours uh, at the same survival rate chance. Yeah, yeah, which is which is wild. It gives us so much more time to, to be able to handle these emergencies in, a, in a, an efficient and, and life-saving way. See, this is this is this is shit that I think the general public should know. You should be, <laughs> yeah, like no, doing this... cryo research. <laughs> well, in <I> Pittsburgh. Know... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Pittsburgh, by the way. Um, <laughs> ten out of ten agreed. Yeah. Um, no, like so. Oh, that's that's just crazy to me that they're they're testing some shit out. No, I knew I knew that they're obviously, you know scientists are testing things and they're doing things and they're trying to involve things um here here's a here's a um scenario scenario or however you want to say it i have tasty uh, niblets bring them on <laughs> um have you ever thought that you know us us doing this us trying to prepare for you know the world ending but trying to colonize on another planet did you ever think that that's how earth happened like we were talking about before like do you ever think that humans were on another planet a long time ago and like mil millions and millions and millions of years ago and their planet was dying and they're like well we need to find another planet and on the way to another planet they got sucked into a black hole ended up in our universe landed on earth and then we are the aliens you ever think about way, that? way too many presuppositions required in that argument I, i'm just Check saying this see, out though Okay. My, my specific thought, because I've I've had that uh, question, like, we're probably not from around these parts, yeah. uh, and the question is, well, where where did we come from then? Uh, Homo sapiens, and in one form or another, have been around for a long time, uh, but not long enough to be geologic epochs. Uh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking that geologic epochs ago uh start getting into like astronomical spans of time uh which make uh so so are you familiar with the idea of a geologic epoch i am not okay so please enlighten me millions upon millions upon millions of years um i think the smallest epoch i'm familiar with is that's confirmed and like stated and good uh cleared by 
all the scientific community is about 10 million years. So, a ginormous span of time. Um, astronomical time makes that look like seconds. We're talking billions of years at that point. <coughs> Excuse me. So, um, it just, just pales in comparison. So, there was a time when Mars was much cooler. Uh, and, and actually, much more uh, stable environmentally. Uh, the sun was younger, and it burned a little hotter back then. Uh, it's kind of simmered down as it became an, uh, a working, responsible adult, uh, as far <laughs> as the star cycle is concerned. Reminds me of that cheese commercial. You ever seen that uh, that cheese commercial? No. When the, there's a there's a there's a roll of cheese, and it's basically saying um, it tells jokes, and the person's like, "It's not ready yet," because it, it just keeps telling all these crappy cheesy jokes because it's not matured enough yet to become a cheese. It. Sorry, you, you go on. Uh, if okay. you saw the commercial, you would understand it. <laughs> I I avoid TV for the commercial specifically. Okay, here we go. Going back. <laughs> so Mars Mars was a, a cooler place, and, uh, sun, and a, the sun was younger and brighter. Yeah, so the sun burned hotter, meaning that the Goldilocks zone was a little further out, closer to the Mars range uh, rather than the Earth range. So uh, a thought that's wholly unprovable, untestable, so I, I dismiss it as such, but uh, wouldn't that be cool if scenario uh, is that life as we know it in the solar system did originate on Mars, having hitched a ride uh, via some meteorite somewhere, uh, came to Mars, took off, that civilization, or that planet, rather, came to the end of its days, realized what was going on, and just shot off a bunch of rockets in a billion different directions containing as much DNA as possible, hoping something took root somewhere. And that somewhere was Earth. I think that was one of the scenarios. So with that scenario then, do you think that there's DNA on other planets? I absolutely think that there is uh, active living DNA on Mars. I think there is active living DNA on Europa, Io, Titan. Uh, basically pick a, a world-sized moon of Jupiter or Saturn. There's no doubt in my mind that life exists actively is is alive this moment uh there right now do you ever think we'll make it past mars and go to those moons yes but i don't think that's for a long time coming that won't be our lifetime fuck no hey guess what hey guess what chicken butt chicken butt it's a good stop time <laughs> Okay, well, that was good. Yeah, that was actually a pretty good jumping-off point, uh, so, as wild as that was. Any any closing thoughts? Um, I would say this. If I wouldn't be naive to think that we're alone in this whole universe, so I feel like people that are still listening to this episode, if you made it to the end, I want to say thank you, and just remember that we are not the only ones out there. And I agree with Alex and a lot of the things that he was saying about um, DNA possibly being on other planets. So that's crazy to think. And this, don't this go down the hole of Netflix, whatever the, you do. The Sphinx is significantly older than the Greater Pyramids. 
simple can, simple erosion see. math says it's uh predates it by at least ten thousand years. See, that's what I'm saying. Like I could sit here and talk about all these like buildings and all these things that were built. Like there's no way people built that shit. And if they did, it no. would di- wrong. That is possible. The pyramids with uh Egyptian tech, absolutely possible. What's not is the Sphinx having those erosion patterns and the building right next to it, the the Great Pyramid of Giza, not yeah. having those weather patterns. Aries dinging me. What a perfect Uh-oh. time to, to hit the button on this episode. Well, thank you. Love you guys. <laughs>